0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 462, the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, also in Australia known as the Celebration of the Sunday of the Word of God, Year B. On the 1600th anniversary of the death of the great scripture scholar and biblical translator Saint Jerome, on the 30th of September last year, Pope Francis announced a new Sunday celebration. Around the world it's to be celebrated, usually on the third Sunday of Ordinary Time, but our local conference of bishops here in Australia have moved it to the first Sunday in February due to our national holiday celebration overlapping it earlier. This celebration will be known and commemorated as the Sunday of the Word of God. The risen Jesus, instructing two disciples on the road to Emmaus, opened their minds to understand the scriptures. That's Luke 24, verse 45. Christ continues to open our minds to understand the scriptures in this day and age as well. Also, in this week focusing on the Word of God, has everyone discovered that wonderful gift to the whole church that is the prayer of the church, also known as the Liturgy of the Hours, or the Divine Office? This is an official series of prayers, and particularly psalms and readings, for the different parts of each day. This, of course, is not just for priests and religious, but for all people in the church. This prayer of the church has prayers for seven different times during the day. The office of readings for morning prayer, mid morning prayer, midday prayer, afternoon prayer, evening prayer, and, of course, night prayer. You can access these prayers by going on to some online services like Universalis. And of course, there are books available with all of the set of four weekly cycles of prayers. This is so we can truly savour God's living word day and night. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
1: That's lighter than the words of you, not resentful.
0: O come, let us worship God, and bow low before the God who made us, for he is the Lord our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone and peace and goodness to you all. Welcome as we gather to reflect upon God's Word on this Sunday of the Word of God, and to encounter Christ's presence in His Word and Sacrament. Coming together as brothers and sisters on this Sunday of the Word of God, let us ask the Father's forgiveness, for He is full of gentleness and compassion. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray for God's protection. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen.
3: A reading from the book of Job
4: Job spoke to his friends. Does not the human being have a hard service on earth? And are not their days like the days of a labourer? like a slave who longs for the shadow and like a labourer who looks for their wages. So am I allotted months of emptiness and nights of misery are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, when shall I rise? But the night is long and I am full of tossing until dawn. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and come to their end without hope. Remember that my life is a breath, my eye will never again see good. The Word of the Lord
0: Praise the Lord, who heals the broken-hearted. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the broken-hearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. Praise the Lord who heals the broken brokenhearted.
4: A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this that in my proclamation I may make the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights. In the Gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the weak I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings.
3: The Word of the Lord Alleluia,
0: Alleluia, Alleluia, Christ took our infirmities and bore our diseases, Alleluia, 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 The Lord be with you. That evening at sunset, they brought to Jesus all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, Jesus got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go to the neighbouring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And Jesus went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons.
3: THE GOSPEL
0: OF THE LORD The book of Job, which we hear in the first reading this weekend, really haunts me. It's a powerful reflection upon the reality of suffering and loss in our lives, and the reality of the pain of suffering and loss and death in our lives. Job is a very faithful disciple of God, and he calls out to God in prayer when things are going wrong for him. God is faithful to him, but it does not preserve him from the suffering, tragedy, and disasters of life which befall him in a massive way. God doesn't give him clear answers to his questions about why there's suffering or death in the first place, but God does something even better than that. He tells Job, Trust in me trust in my goodness, my justice and care. Never doubt my faithfulness to you and my love for you, even in terrible seasons, particularly in terrible seasons. Never stop trusting in my compassion and love for you, even when you don't understand. In the book of Job, his friends come to support and comfort him. We're told that they sit with him for seven days and say nothing. One of the Jewish traditions is that people who come to offer comfort to a bereaved person or someone suffering should not speak until the mourner speaks. That's actually really good wisdom, for when the friends eventually start speaking, they try to explain and justify why these terrible tragedies have occurred, and they only make Job's suffering worse. In fact, Job is tempted to listen to their well-meaning platitudes and start to doubt God's goodness start to doubt himself. His friends tell him, you must have done something to deserve this. That's very wrong, and we know that's wrong. They should have helped more by staying silent and supporting Job in his grief and depression. God cares very much about Job's condition and wants to heal his broken heart and his smashed dreams. Eventually, God's healing and faithfulness does indeed bring him renewed hope and strength. But even God in his greatness refuses to give simple platitudes or explanations to Job for something that's such a deep, inexplicable mystery of our human condition. Jesus, in the gospel, travels the countryside preaching his message of the kingdom, and enormous crowds of people gather. He teaches them, he heals them, he frees them from their sins, and he releases their burdens. One gets a very strong sense when we hear the gospel today of a sea of need, a vast, continuous, endless line of people seeking help, searching for hope, reaching out for a helping hand. Jesus, aware of the many urgent demands of the crowd there, chooses to move on, to keep moving on. Also, a worldly person might think to themselves, I'll stay in this place. I can't do everything, but I can make a little difference here. I'll help these people. I can live comfortably having impressed this group of people, and there's more than enough work here in this place. But Jesus is the perfect leader. He's here to serve all, not just some. And he's not here to cement his own situation and get into a good position, but for the good of others. So he must continue on his way, moving once more out of the familiar into the new. It must have been heartbreaking that Jesus couldn't alone have individually touched and transformed each and every person he met. But there was no time, and his mission was urgent. It was vital, and time was extremely short, and his mission was ongoing. He leaves behind crowds of people still looking for healing, peace and hope, but he does not abandon them, As Jesus' message spreads to other communities, those people too receive his message and consolidate it, nurture it, allow it to become part of them, abiding deep within them. The Holy Spirit builds on that, in and through the people who hear and respond to this. Lord, give us the strength to leave behind even the urgent when the vital calls us, and help us to know the difference. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Like Job, many of us have known times of despair and have sought the healing Jesus offers. We now pray that God will heal everything in our world that is flawed or broken.
4: For the Church, that our faith community may be a refuge for the tired and oppressed. We pray to the Lord. For the world's leaders, that their hearts will be open to all who suffer.
3: We pray
4: to the Lord. For the sick and for all who suffer alone without relief, that they may know Christ's healing touch.
3: We pray to the Lord.
4: For ministers of the gospel, that they may recognise their weakness and find strength in Jesus.
3: We pray to the Lord.
4: For the dead, especially those for whom we now pray, and those who grieve for them, that the hope of the resurrection of Jesus will support them. We pray to the Lord.
0: Gracious God, hear us in our time of need. Heal our ills. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O Lord our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state. And by his suffering, cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead, he has opened the way to eternal life. And by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so with a company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and Apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you, for them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and our Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damien, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, We proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious Majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith, keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Let them thank the Lord for his mercy, his wonders for the children of men, for he satisfies the thirsty soul and the hungry he fills with good things. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. O God, who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live that made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful and grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, Glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, (ICEL). Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia sung mass in honor of saint ralph sherwin by jeffrey m ostrovsky the gloria copyright 2011 ccwatershed.org faith hope and love theme hymn in memory of william john kelly 1942-2017 inspired by 1 corinthians 13 1-13 music by paul w kelly arranged and sung with additional lyrics by stephen kelk 2019 Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelk, 2020. Today I rise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, 2007, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER, 2024. May God bless and keep you.